0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard. thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning here. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And, uh, as you might be able to tell, um, yeah, I'm, um, uh, uh, I'm working this morning here. I'm yes, I'm I'm working on the show here and then I am also uh working on a cold. Oh man. It is a uh it's been one of those where you you know, you kinda of feel it coming and there's like nothing you can I you know, tried and nothing. Uh, it's uh it's here. So far it's not too bad. It just it's like every once in a while I feel like coughing a lung up, but that's uh that's just the way it goes. Sometimes it is uh, it is winter, but so if I pause once in a while, that's, there's a uh, probably a real good reason why I am uh, why I am doing that, and I'll be uh, taking uh, frequent sips of water this morning as well to uh, see if I can make it through the show here. I generally don't. You know, when I get a cold, it's like it just it's like ugh, gets you in the head here, and usually my voice doesn't get too terribly this time around, it's like uh I can tell I've dropped a couple of notches. But oh well. But hey, anyway, it doesn't matter. We got a great show coming up uh uh today and uh it's uh it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm looking uh looking forward to it. Uh, Jonathan Hillstrand from the Deadliest Catch, Captain Jonathan Hillstrand. Uh, if you've ever watched that show, you know uh, about the crab fishing and everything. He's down at the uh, uh, Lacrosse Center this weekend uh, at the uh, uh, Lacrosse Boat Sports Travel RV and Hunting Show, and had got got the opportunity to meet the meet him yesterday and, and do an interview with him, and uh, it was just uh, just a lot of fun. It was a good time. Uh, really nice guy, um, down to earth. Just uh, uh, very laid back, and and that, then again, it might he might have been tired. It was there's a, a slight backstory there that that I'll share a little later on here, but uh, uh, we've got that coming up, and also um, Jonathan Wood from the uh, Extreme Raptors show down there. And if you get a chance to if you get a chance to go to the show, do it. Uh, there's a lot of neat stuff down there, especially if you've got. Uh, uh, if you've got kids, it's uh, it's pretty neat. They've got uh, a bunch of different things. The, the parakeet cage, which is kind of cool. Watch all the birds fly around you and maybe land on you. Um, the extreme raptor show, that's really, I, I, like, um, I like those big birds. Those are really, really uh, incredible to see. And you don't get a chance, I mean, you know, it's cool when you see a bald eagle in the wild. I mean, there's just, there's no doubt about it. And, and certainly we've been lucky enough to, uh, have more and more of them around. Um, but, uh, here you can, I mean, you can get up close and personal. I mean, uh, that is, uh, that is just awesome. Um, and they've got just, uh, some falcons and owls and, uh, some other raptors there that are just, uh, are incredible to see just beautiful birds, um, and it, it was uh, it was cool to talk to him so we uh, uh that that is uh, that's coming up a little bit later on in the in the show as well um but first let's uh let's dive into well let's not dive because it's pretty cold out there but uh, uh let's uh um, drill a hole and take a look at see what's uh, uh happening in the uh the fishing anyway with fishing uh spoke to the folks up at fat cat this morning here and got the fishing report been kind of quiet here for uh, the walleyes this uh this past week um last week hey they were there uh, this week it's uh it's been kind of quiet um not sure what the uh, uh, ice conditions are like on the the main channel certainly uh um down here anyway there's certainly some open water but uh um can't really give you much of a walleye report on that uh, at this particular point uh panfish though um hey Uh, doing pretty, uh, starting to pick up, doing pretty well. And, uh, obviously the weather of course, you know, uh, has played uh, a bit of a role in, uh, fishing here this past week. But, uh, um, you know, I think today might not be a bad day to get out there. And, and, you know, I, I think if the, you know, today or, you know, maybe early tomorrow, something like that, um, I think it, uh, um, won't be bad at all, um, yeah, I would think uh, I would think about maybe going today. Uh actually when uh, we've got this nice weather and um later in the day. I wonder if uh you know, I said it's going to start to cloud up tonight and everything and I'm just wondering if it's not going to really uh get that bite going today. Um especially since we've got, you know, all that snow and everything coming in for the next couple of days and Actually, a good chunk of next week, as a matter of fact, um, but uh, but anyway, at least anyhow, the 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 the, the panfish are biting, uh, crappies and perch and bluegills, uh, all doing pretty well. Um, small minnows, that's uh, what we're looking at here. Rosy reds seem to be uh, a popular choice here, um, although you know it doesn't and and went with the. Uh, my friend Jeff and his wife Michelle, we went out last Saturday, out on Lake on Alaska, and drove out there. And, and certainly the ice is don't have to worry about the ice thickness. Um, that's uh, that's not a problem. There was, I think, uh, oh gosh, a good two feet of ice uh, where we were on the uh, on the lake, and I would imagine that uh, there's probably a little bit more uh, at this point and. Actually, I would almost say. I would almost say maybe two feet plus, um, but, but anyway, um, yeah. Last Saturday was just crazy out there. I mean, there were just with that uh, Bryce Prairie tournament, and I think people were just sick of being cooped up all week in that sub-zero weather. And I mean, it was nice out there on Saturday. It was nice. And I'll talk a little bit more about Lake Onalaska here in a moment. But yeah, you know, the panfish bite is uh, has been doing pretty well. Um, northerns on tip ups, you know, a shiner or sucker underneath. And uh, tip ups uh, have been doing pretty well. Um, Jared, the guy from uh, Fat Cat up there, was saying he went out, uh, I think it was yesterday, as a matter of fact. He, he and his buddy uh, went up to Third Lake and were doing pretty well on bluegills. And, um, they were just using waxies and red worms, and the fish were biting on that pretty well. If you're using like a little black jig head or something like that, that uh, uh, seemed to be working yesterday anyway. Of course, the day before it was purple, um, so I'm wondering, just you know, some darker colors. Maybe start out with that and see how the fish like that, and um, and go from there. So, give that a uh, give that a try and. So I mean, I you know they're out there, and and I think today, later in the day, is probably going to be the time to get out there and uh, try some fishing. Like I said, you know, went out last Saturday, and it was uh, it was nice to be out there. I mean, the weather was pleasant. It wasn't uh, wasn't too. It was kind of damp, but I mean, it wasn't uh, it wasn't bad certainly. And uh, like I said, ton of people out there, um, and. I don't know if they were catching much of anything. <laughs> Maybe early in the day, but, um, man, places we tried anyway just did not uh, pan out, no pun intended. Um, boy, um, Michelle caught like one, she caught a really, it was a nice crappie too. And I mean, it was, it's like, like in the first five minutes and it's like, cool, we're going to have a great day. Cool, we're going to have a great I spent the next three hours not catching a darn thing. And of course, you know, you, know, you dropped the cameras down there. The water was a little, a little muddy uh, where we were, but. And you could see fish. Unfortunately, they were more of the uh,
1: uh,
0: small variety, and they just weren't. Uh, and, and you know we you know we were trying waxies and we were trying minnows and and I will attest to the fact that I, they were coming after the minnows anyway they just weren't the fish themselves weren't big enough to eat the darn things but um so yeah i i guess if i would recommend anything for today anyhow and 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 my buddy jeff uh, actually stopped into fat cat to get the minnows before he came uh before we met up yesterday and or on sat last saturday and um Hey, yeah, got a little mix of everything. Some smaller minnows, some rosy reds, and, um, always good to have that, uh, have that mix, that combination. Because you never know what's going to, what's going to work one time or the next. And, but it was, uh, but yeah, and, you know, take some waxies along, little worms, maybe some leeches. Um, just got to be prepared for, for different things. But boy, like I said, it was just, uh, it was a tough bite, and even actually talking to some of the other uh, fishermen that were around. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was great to be out, and I think a lot of them were just like, I just, I'm happy to be out, I'm happy to be able to drop a line through the ice and uh, try to catch a few fish, and if I catch something great, if I don't, yeah, I'm out anyway, I'm out in the fresh air. Unfortunately, it was more like the out in the fresh air part as opposed to catching the fish, but Um, that's the way it goes sometimes, but still, it was nice to, uh, nice to be out there and I'm sure, uh, I'm sure today will be a, uh, a busy day out on the ice uh, as well and hopefully you'll have, uh, all sorts of success. I mean, they're, they're, they're biting and I think, uh, you know, like I said, I'm wondering if later in the day wouldn't be a bad idea to to sneak out there and you know try to catch that late afternoon bite. You know, kind of as we get a little closer to you know, from we get a little closer to sunset, um, give that a try. So, but be prepared. It's uh, boy, if you get a hand auger, you're going to be uh, you'll be working up a a good sweat. That's uh. There was uh, a lot of ice out there, but good, safe driving conditions, and I'm sure the uh, past week probably has not diminished that in any way, shape, or form. So, get a chance, get on out there, and uh, and give it a try, and hopefully, you will uh, have better success than I did. Anyway, <laughs> oh man, it was just you know just one of those times, but anyhow. Okay, i uh, got to take a break and come back in just a couple of moments. Uh, we'll have that interview with uh, Jonathan Hillstrand from The Deadliest Catch coming up. Uh, cover a lot of different topics in that uh, interview. So looking forward to that. Uh, that's in just a few moments as WKTY Outdoors continues on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM.
2: city life. You're in the thick of it. Neighbors can be friendly, but you prefer them further away. You're looking for something more quiet, more relaxing, room to stretch out, absorbing the vibrant colors of all four seasons. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or that perfect country home you imagine every time you hear your neighbors. Whatever you're looking for, Tony can seek it out. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com
1: it's the coolest thing you'll do all year. Brave the frigid waters of the Mississippi for the 21st Annual Polar Plunge. Friday, March 1st, you can lace them up at the Freezing for a Reason 5K run walk. You can also add a splash to your dash. Plunging kicks off on Saturday, March 2nd.
2: Plunge solo, plunges a group, or take the easy way out and be too chicken to plunge.
1: See all the ways you can get your plunge on at plungewI.org.
2: The 21st Annual
1: Polar Plunge benefits Special Olympics with Midwest Family Broadcasting.
2: I love playing basketball, it helps give me exercise and develop my teamwork. Because in basketball, you have to be there for your teammates and sometimes an assist is better than a score. Alley-oop. Sports can be a great way to teach teamwork. That's one of the reasons that I like to help coach my kids. I'm Scott Kish and at Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes, we like to think of our community as a team. And at Schumacher Kish Funeral Homes, we'll be there when you need us the most. If you'd like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. Rams, what I saw last night, and after I'd been there for more than a week, I said, listen, today is the day, right? I mean, I know I sound like crap, and I know I'm kind of banged up, but I'm not looking for you to carry this thing for me. I can do it myself, but today is the perfect day to call, or to tweet, or to email with reaction, and I'm getting a lot of it. Go Patriots, anti-LA, anti-Ram, I like it. Lots of good reaction. Jimmy in SRQ tweets. Jim, this is the hood and the Goats' league. We're just a shiny decal and a PR nightmare. Signed, the NFL. DLH 1029 tweets. Yeah, Rome, we're the Rams fans. We're looking for them, too, all year. Signed, the city of L.A. Don't miss that Jim Rome show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY.
0: WKTY 967 FM 5:80 a.m. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It's coming up on 8:26. We've got a eh, few clouds, 10 below in Lacrosse, wind chill about 16 below. Uh, it is uh, a chilly morning here on the edge of the Mississippi here in uh, Wisconsin's west coast. So bundle up if you're uh, if you're headed out had the chance to stop down to the LaCrosse Boat Sports Travel RV and Hunting Show yesterday and uh, check it out it's uh, it's going on all weekend and it's uh, it's pretty fun there's uh, you know, had the opportunity to wander around and check out some of the things and it's uh, there will be something for everybody down there check out the new boats oh man there were some nice nice looking boats down there nice bass boat that was looking at uh, Nice nitro. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. And then, uh, and then reality kind of set in. But no, they've got, uh, uh, a lot of different boats down there campers, RVs. Uh, boy, you name it. They've, uh, they've got it down there. And, uh, good weekend. I mean, it's just a nice, uh, I'm guessing it's going to be pretty busy down there just simply because, uh, um, you sure don't want to be spending a lot of time outside when it's uh, you know ten below at the moment here. Uh, so uh, here's a great opportunity to go wander around, get some uh, get some exercise, stretch your legs, check out some of the stuff, and see what's happening down there. One of the cool things down there, I, and they've got uh, you know different seminars and uh, for hunting and fishing. Um, and this year as well, they've got uh, um, Jonathan Hillstrand. If you have ever seen the the TV show Deadliest Catch. On the Discovery Channel, uh, you know that he is uh, uh, was uh, was one of the stars for uh, a number of seasons. He wasn't on the show this uh, coming season here, but uh, this past season. But uh, um, he uh, uh, has uh, has been on that show for a number of years, and, and certainly, uh, if you've ever watched it, you know what uh, uh, it's like. Yeah, you know, I don't mind going out on the water from that. that that's just. <laughs> What crazy uh what they do out there and uh it's uh that's a that's a rough way to make a living but i had the opportunity to talk to him a little bit about uh, about the fishing and about uh, a number of different things like i said he's going to be down at the lacrosse center this weekend uh, as part of the uh, uh the show down there and uh he's going to be down there from uh, let's see here uh, today he's going to be down there from noon until three and then from four until six he's up on that uh, in the the ballroom there you go up the stairs and or take the escalator up to the section up there and then he's uh he's kind of right in that uh, uh area in there you won't be able to to miss him so get a chance and like I said get a chance to stop by and, and talk to him and uh nice guy really nice guy down to earth and uh just a uh, uh, a fun guy to to talk to and kind of one of those guys that you know you could just kind of uh shoot the breeze with him and uh Spend a little time there, so get a chance to do that. So anyway, uh, I've got that uh, interview with him, so here it is on WKTY Outdoors. Uh, first of all, um, welcome to
1: Wisconsin. It's <laughs> you, you had an adventure just getting here. Yeah, I did, it, and uh, you guys have a little well-kept secret that as cold as it is here, as it is in Alaska. I mean, we ain't got nothing on you. I mean, it's cold. No, there's nobody that can't say it was cold this morning. Yeah, that's care who you are, that's, how tough you are. That's, that's that's true. Well, it was about uh, thirty three below last Wednesday. So. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's we we get like a cold spell like in February where we get the minus like that. But then otherwise, I think we have a milder winter than you do. Really, <laughs> we have that one bad month. But then it's like 50 you We'll get fifty and stuff, and forty. And, and uh, I always look down at you guys going, "Holy moly!" They got another one, another storm, another storm. I'm guessing you guys beat us quite a bit in snow, though. Yeah, I think we do. I got you on that one. <laughs> It balances. Uh, it's nice. We, we live by the sun I live right by sea level, so the ocean is pretty is a warm and it melts that snow, so that helps. If you're like up in the middle of Alaska, forget about it. Or the top of Alaska, <laughs> they don't even get daylight for 90 days. Well, that, that, That's how that state's so massive, It's huge. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's. That, I don't know if I can handle that. That would be. That would I'm, be I'm, I'm happy to be here. It's, <laughs> the sunshine's out, man. It's nice. We got a great show here. Hunting RBE. Uh, Hunting, travel, boat, sport, travel, RV, and hunting. You know? yeah, yeah. Oh, so got it, got it all covered. Yeah, and we're and we're talking, and we're talking a little fishing here or Captain whatever. Captains. Probably more captains here than, <laughs> than I know about. <laughs> There's a river right outside. There's lakes all around. Mm-hmm. Mississippi is uh, right out your back. Door. Yeah, in the back door, I, I just I just know this place has got to be nice in the summer, man. I mm-hmm. I can just tell wildlife and stuff. Well, I was gonna I was gonna ask you if if you've been to this part of the country before. No, no, I have not. Okay. Hey. Uh, this, uh, I'm going to come back in the summer now, so you can see what it's really like. People, well, people come up to Alaska in the summer and it's so nice. They go, "I'm just going to live and die and just be, live here." And then winter comes in the last eight months. They go, "Sorry about your luck." You know? Yeah, yeah. I think we'll uh, we'll we'll stay in
0: Wisconsin for a while. It's, it's a little it's a little nicer here. But anyway, uh, it, it, just talking a little. What what sort of things are you going to be talking about this uh, this weekend for the the folks here at the the
1: show? Just saying hi to everybody and. Uh, um, want to do a picture? Take a picture with me. Go ahead. Just, I'm just a regular guy. So I always forget that I'm on that dang show, and then uh, I was on it for 12 years. It doesn't even seem like that. Seems like just a moment in time. But people go, "Hey, you're that guy," and I go, "Oh yeah, I'm that guy." I thought I was the guy looking for my bags. But I guess I'm that guy looking for my gags, whatever. But yeah, yes, you, you don't have an entourage, or anything. Oh no, no, I don't. I, yeah, I got to look for my own bags and stuff. So, so now let's
0: let's let's talk a little bit. Of, yeah, the, obviously. You're you're best known for the show, and and, and and what has that experience been like when you first started that? Did you have any idea
1: that it would lead to everything that's happened? No, me. We, uh, we first let them on the boat, and I go. They just want to see us get hurt, you know, because you know there was a lot of boats not missing and a lot of guys losing their lives, and um, so we end up letting them on, and then uh, we'll go. We'll get a great uh, uh, to show our, something to show our grandkids. The great uh, documentary of our boat, and then uh, two years later, it's our number one show. What the heck? Twelve years go by, and I bet I had 38 years out there. So this is the first year I didn't go fishing. In 38 years, I fished every year, six, seven seasons a year. So add that up. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, uh, so this feels it's good. And I I got married, so I got a wife now, and I got these grandbabies. So there you go. Just life's great. Life's good. Need a little break. People go, "Go, you got to get back out there." I'm going. I did 38 years out there, man. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot yeah. of work. I, I might go do the king crab. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. one. I don't have to do all of them. And, and, the, and the boat is still. The, the, you're still operating the boat, yeah, and the, yeah, boat's the boat. Still, the boat does works in the summer, and uh, the, we lease our crab out in the winter, so we get 60 percent mm-hmm. of the money, and we don't have to pay for fuel, bait, crew, maintenance, all that. So yeah, insurance. It's, it's like it, yeah, that's ninety thousand dollars a year for insurance. Yeah, I can imagine. And then that. you got to worry if someone's going to die or get hurt. And, have to call somebody's mother. My my one my greatest accomplishment is I captained the boat for twenty four years. I never had to call no one's mother. Never never crippled nobody. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people lost guys, crippled guys. We lost a few fingers and toes, but knocked on some. But it, anyway, it's a pretty good record. I I, I would yeah. say so I would say so. It is uh yeah, it's uh it, it's 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 impressive, tough life. It's, it's, it looks glamorous, whatever. But just just when you walk out this morning, and you feel how cold that was. That's that's what we're. And you're sitting in your living room, and you think, oh, I could do that. Well, it's that cold. And then the smell, the the four day old bait, sometimes a, a week old, and it's pouring on their faces out there when they're trying to grab that pot. All the water draining off is that old bait. It just stinks. <laughs> A lot of guys can't even handle out. They throw up. And,
0: well, and, and that was one of the things. It's, it's obviously, you know, with the time constraints, it's an hour-long show and everything. You can't get... I mean, you can
1: capture some of the essence yeah, of what you're doing a little of what goes on. There's a lot of boring days, too, like blank pot, blank pot. That's why we get so excited when there's, oh, a full pot, you know, and then. And actually, that brings up a question I've always wanted to,
0: always wanted to ask, and I'm glad I'm, I'm getting the opportunity to do so. When you're pulling up those pots, can you tell the difference between
1: a full pot and an empty pot? Oh, yeah, right away, you'll see the color in the pot, and then we can tell what kind of crab it is, We've, you know, we, if it's females or little ones, and because you can have a full pot, and it might be females and and small juveniles and you can't keep any of them I mean does but the equipment and then you have to dump them all back over
0: and do, does the equipment kind of it's like you can feel the strain on the, as it's pulling oh, yeah. up the,
1: a full it pulls way out like the line goes way out and, mm-hmm. and then you go oh yeah and then it floats <laughs> when the pot floats you go yeah but then you don't know what kind they are mm-hmm. if it's the first pot in that string you set and then, then when, once once you pull it up if it's, the first one's blank they're probably all going to be blank mm-hmm. or if it's full they're all going to probably be full so once you find out what kind, good ones, all keepers. Woo-hoo. There you go. That's there you go. You <laughs> and, and 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 obviously too, you know, you
0: what operate what 130 plus pots at a time. So I mean, yeah. you you the people at
1: home don't they they see maybe a few bad ones. Any good ones. The technology now, we drive right to that pot. We could put one a mile apart. Boat just drives right to it. Mm-hmm. You have to have a guy that knows what he's doing. But yeah. But they, they you know the technology is there. So you have to keep track of all these pots and. If you lose your computer, whoo doggy. That's <laughs> yeah, why we gotta do a lot of writing. We write down every corner and every pot. Latitude longitude. and longitude. And I'm sure that's changed quite a bit in, in over the yeah, course of your yeah. career as well. Yeah, the military gave us that about twenty years ago. And it's within hundred feet. They make it off just a little so you can't pinpoint target. But they you know, they gave us a global positioning system. So thank you for that. Yeah, that's uh, that's got to be a huge help for you. Guys. Oh, it's huge! It's huge. Like you can put one pot out there and drive the boat straight to it. Mm-hmm. You actually run it over. <laughs> you don't want. It. <laughs> well, yeah, you probably don't want that. Yeah, no, no. So,
0: so, you know, what?
1: I guess what sort of things that do people not see that that
0: um, don't show up here on the show? Well, like
1: my boat, they they always dig for drama, try to get. There's just not much drama. The biggest drama on my boat is there's eight guys. We eat at the same time, we drink coffee at the same time. It's one bathroom. <laughs> what is he doing in there? Hey, Get me. <laughs> not <laughs> So anyway, that's, I'm just throwing that out there for the uh, crab facts. But you're you're, just you're the facts. There you go. But we don't have a lot of guys fighting and stuff and I don't if a guy doesn't get along I just get rid of him and we go back to town. We don't we don't pick on him, we don't you didn't fit work out. Yeah. Here's your pet here's your check. Yeah. Get paid full. We don't give you half share and stuff. We don't do half shares on my boat. Everyone gets paid the same. If you don't work out, then you don't work out.
0: Is is there? Have you seen since you you started doing the show and everything? Have you
1: seen sort of a, a surge and it's like, yeah. oh, I could do this. Oh yeah, a lot of guys. There's a book by Spike Walker called Working on the Edge, and I've had two guys come up. I read the book. I'm ready. I go <laughs> read what book? The book. And they show me the Working on the Edge. I go, oh god, I love Spike, but he he was a. Greenhorn. Mm -hmm. He never. He just went on a couple boats and wrote all those stories. He wrote every. He remembered every story he heard and put it all together. Sorry, Spike. I love you. (laughs) But but but, uh, yeah,
0: and it's it is it is. uh, I mean, when when you're in the thick of of pulling in everything and 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 laying everything out, I mean that's
1: yeah. There's a a lot of there's a lot of uh, stress on you, and then you got uh, America looking over your shoulder Mm -hmm. and don't help. Yeah. So you know, I did I did my last year without them. And I love the Discovery Channel, and I love everybody. And uh, there's no reason to go through live hating and stuff. So uh, everyone should just get along. Can't everybody just get along. Yep,
0: exactly. Yeah. Now, I, I'm going to kind of wrap this up here as well. Um, something I found out last
1: night when I was getting some information put together or whatever, you're also an author. We're talking about a book a moment ago. I,
0: you're an author. I got, and, 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 yeah,
1: and I was 50 years old. I was at a dude ranch for one day too long. I go, get the little baby bull like 800 pound bull and I'm gonna ride it. And they're going, no, don't do it. And I go, yeah, I'm gonna do it. And so I rode about two seconds and it threw me off. And uh, I landed on, a, I think I hit a rock or something, but I broke broke two ribs, shoved one into my lung. And uh, I told my brother, I go, I think I hit a rock. He goes, yeah, third rock from the sun, dumbass. ass. There's no compassion there. So uh, yeah, third rock. So anyway, I, um, I was in the hospital and I could, you can't do nothing when you break a rib like that and it's in your lung, it hurts. And you got a drain tube and everything, and uh, so I wrote a kids' book, and I, I draw all the time, I doodle all the time out there when I'm doing my writing my pot numbers down and all the coordinates and everything. So I end up writing a kids' book for my grandkids, they're six, <laughs> seven, and it turned out to be a pretty damn good book. So less than a year later, I got in a motorcycle wreck, for the other lung, broke, just messed myself up real good on that one, and uh, so uh, I wrote two more books, but uh, they're good for kids' RAs right, to read. I I got one right here, I'll show you. Yeah. So the first one's about like a little bird that wants to be a pirate. So this it's crazy. I never in my life go, I'm going to write a kid's book, and now I'm a published author and illustrator. Mm-hmm. But the story starts oh, it's with, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's... it's really quick, I'll give you the rundown. The, uh, the boys find out their dad's a pirate. Little bird's in the first book, he becomes a pirate. Um, so they go look, for, the dad gives them a treasure map, go look for the world's greatest treasure. So they go through a bunch of storms and all kinds of perils to get there. And then uh, sea monsters and attacking fish. And Here's my favorite drawings, the octopus with the four slingshots. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, So they finally find the treasure. They get to the end, they go, what? It's baby pictures? It's full of baby pictures? Are you kidding me? And then, yeah, it's uh, pictures of you and me. We're Papa's treasure. It's not gold or silver. E. it's Memories and the Love of Family and Friends. Mm-hmm. It's the world's greatest treasure, it's us. So. Exactly. It's a good book that yeah. kids like us need to read. And, and, of course, you can get it down here uh, at the you can go show. Yeah, you can go to www.adventuresatlittlebird.com. There you go. And you can download them on the ebooks or... And you could buy the hard copper I'll sign it and send it to you. Great. Well, so you just come on down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, down at the show here. You've got yeah, it down here yeah. as well. And so so I'm the first, it turned out to be a great thing in my life. I turned into something really crappy, injury. I couldn't do nothing. Mm-hmm. Laid up for three months and turned it into a great thing. Yeah, that's great. So, you know, and, and, and I could have okay. laid there and started to get high on pain pills and got hooked on pain pills and, you know, turned so into something. Turned toxic. into something good. There you go. Exactly.
0: Well, Hey, I appreciate I appreciate the time. Thank you so Thank much, you. and uh, look forward to uh, hearing you talk this weekend. And again, uh, and and good luck this. Uh, hope, hopefully, they're going to do next. <laughs> you, do, you you have you, we have seen that you have a, a bit of a sense of humor on this. Okay,
1: yeah. yeah, Watch out for me. Got any fireworks with you? you no, not this time. There's so many guns over there, too close to me, though. You see all that? I mean, you know, I'm going to buy one. Those guys set up right at the right place. There you go. Dang it. <laughs> you're going to be staring at that all weekend now. Yeah, I have to look right over there.
3: <laughs>
0: so. Well, hey, thanks again for uh, for the time. God, I appreciate it. You. Thank you. Thank you much. Thank you, man. And that is uh, Captain Jonathan Hillstrand here on uh, WKTY Outdoors. Yeah, it's uh, there was a, uh, a booth across the way there and actually as he walked in, he, he he like stopped there and was looking and it's like, yeah, that's yeah, that's going to be a problem. So. <laughs> it's uh, it's going to be cool. But yeah, yeah, it was great to uh great to chat chat with him. Uh, like I said, really nice guy, down to earth, and uh, yeah, stop on by and just uh, and just chat with him. I mean, it's uh, it's pretty fun. It's uh, definitely one of the draws down there at the uh, Boat Sports Travel RV and Hunting Show going on at the center this weekend. I'm uh, going to take a short break here and uh, come back in just a couple of moments with another Jonathan Jonathan Wood, and we're going to talk a little bit about uh, Raptors and uh, outdoors and and conservation efforts and and what he's got on his show and and uh talk a little bit about that that's coming up in just a a couple of moments as WKTY Outdoors uh, continues here on WKTY and of course brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com get the home or plot of land you've always wanted coming up on 843 at WKTY 96.7 FM 580 AM
1: Imagine this. You bundle up and walk out onto a frozen lake on a clear, crisp winter day. Your sled is full of fishing gear, your fishing license in your pocket. You have got it together. Coffee, beer, and your Yeti. You know that when it's freezing outside, your Yeti will keep your coffee hot and your beer cold. But it won't freeze. Ace of Lacrosse has the full line of Yeti products. And they have everything to make sure you have a killer day out on the ice. Ace Hardware, the official hardware store
2: of the Wisconsin Badgers. The 2018 Milwaukee Bucks are on a roll, and WKTY has all the action. Join WKTY for Bucks basketball throughout the NBA season. Ted Davis and the Bucks Radio Network bring you the call home and away. Milwaukee Bucks basketball and WKTY is brought to you by Mr. Electric, Vernon Communications, Bagnewski Heating and Air Conditioning, and Schaefer Woodworking. Follow the 2018 Milwaukee Bucks as they march towards the NBA playoffs on your station for Bucks basketball. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. I'm Kevin Kugler with this week in the NCAA on Westwood One. The temperatures may still feel like winter for much of the country, but spring is just ahead. A great way to enjoy that transition is to head out and support your favorite college baseball and softball teams. For Division One, the softball season begins this weekend, and baseball squads hit the Diamonds in just one week. Other spring sports, including men's and women's lacrosse, are also now underway. If you're more into hoops on the hardwood, you probably know that the countdown to March Madness has officially begun. With the men's and women's D1 tournament committees revealing their initial top 16 teams this weekend, bracket predictions can officially begin. Speaking of D1 hoops, the NCAA staff announced a path to reinstatement for Kansas student-athlete Silvio D'Souza. The sophomore forward for the Jayhawks must sit out the remainder of this season and all of next season in order to regain eligibility. D'Souza's guardian was found to have received money from an Adidas employee prior to enrollment at Kansas. Coming up, a major coaching milestone on This Week in the NCAA. Congratulations go out to Duke University men's lacrosse head coach John Donowski, who became the first ever NCAA Division I coach to reach 400 wins. The milestone win came last week in their first game of the season when the Blue Devils knocked off Furman 17-9 in Greenville, South Carolina. Coach Donowski's record of 400 wins to 194 losses marks a head coaching career that began in 1983 with C.W. Post, then Hofstra before taking the reins at Duke in 2006. His Blue Devil teams have won three NCAA championship titles coming in 2010, 2013, and 2014. Duke's lacrosse team has also consistently led the ACC Academic Honor Roll and selections to the ACC All-Academic teams. That's this week in the NCAA. I'm Kevin Kugler on Westwood Walk.
0: WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. Brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And hope you're having a good morning so far. Trying to stay warm. Looking, you know, looking for something fun to do this weekend. Of course, the uh, boat sports, travel, RV, and hunting show going on down at the Lacrosse Center this weekend. And um, one thing I think that you know, obviously, there's a lot of uh, adult toys down there um boats and campers and, and all that too but and, and i think this uh, the my next guest anyway uh, jonathan wood uh from the extreme raptors show certainly uh has something benefiting adults as well but uh boy the kids i think will really like this show um had a chance to spend some time with him uh yesterday as well uh got an interview with him that uh um, for the program today and talking a little bit about uh, some of these uh, some of these extreme Raptors that they've got I mean they've got an eagle owl down there which is just I believe if I'm not mistaken is the largest owl in the world uh, they've got he's got a bald eagle down there Uncle Sam and uh, it's just uh, it's pretty cool um, so here is that interview that I got with uh, with Jonathan Wood on WKty outdoors First of all, uh, Jonathan, I guess, what is the, the goal here with your your program here? That, what do you want to teach people
3: here that, that come to the show this weekend? My goal is actually to make myself look good. No, <laughs> <laughs> my, my goal is to educate uh, people about raptors, but also to entertain them. So I'm sort of a showman and a great promoter for these birds. Mm-hmm. But by promoting these birds, people get more excited about the outdoors and the different habitats that these birds come from and about endangered species and different problems the birds are facing. So they, they walk out with an, an, an entertaining experience, but a, very educational.
0: But an, and an appreciation for what these birds are like a in the big, wild.
3: A, a big appreciation. You know, uh, I, I realize people in this area can go out and see wild bald eagles, but here they get to see one face-to-face at arm's length and in front of an American flag. There you go. And so that's kind of unique. Um, So I give the birds names and personalities, and people, by falling in love with these birds, Mm -hmm. are very motivated to spend more time in the outdoors with binoculars looking for these same birds. Mm -hmm. And and I'm guessing kids just love this program. Yeah, you know, it's amazing. Uh, Kids and women. Mm -hmm. I have a a bunch of owls here, and women love owls. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but... uh, I have the, the, one of the largest owls in the world here, a bird called an eagle owl. I've got a beautiful owl from South America behind me, a spectacled owl. And i got a couple of other owls here. We'll be flying birds at our shows. Oh, wow. um, we have a unique presentation because I'm on display the entire day. Mm-hmm. Every day when you come to the show, you can come talk to me, see my birds, take pictures. But we also do a show where we're flying birds free in this room. And it gets a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> It's just I, like being in an episode of Wild Kingdom, you there know? We there we go. And, and, I, I bet it's a, and I'm sure it's going to be a, a, a wonderful show. Now, how
0: many different birds have you got on display here? I've got
3: 16 birds from different habitats. The Arctic, the desert, the rainforest, the prairie, all sorts of places. Um, this particular one I've got here. Um, Doesn't mind being here in Wisconsin in the winter because this bird takes extreme cold. This is a bird from Iceland. Wow. She's Icelandic. She's the largest falcon in the world. And uh, this is a bird called an Arctic jeer falcon. Wow. And, Beautiful and, bird. And a gorgeous bird. All, you and know, by the way, you had cold temperatures here last week. This bird takes wind chills of 100 degrees below zero. Okay, so it would fit right in there. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah, this is like summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is probably warm. Yeah. For, for you bet. <laughs> Although we're inside now. <laughs> yes, yes. Probably
0: a good thing. Probably. It's a good thing. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> real good thing. So, now, so yeah, you, you've got birds from around the world. You've got birds from uh, different habitats. uh you, you, and they're all, now, all of these birds are not endangered, they just they just have-, um, I
3: have... I have some endangered birds with me that are endangered in their habitats. That owl I just mentioned is from the rainforest, so rainforest habitat is endangered, which makes the bird an endangered species. Uh, and so I do have, you know, the bald eagle was an endangered species for four decades. Now they're doing very well, and they're doing well because of education and protection and you know, federal laws that have protected the birds and state laws, so we talk a little bit about that. I talk about DDT, which was a huge issue a few okay. decades ago, and these kids have never heard of DDT. Mm-hmm. Dichlorodiphenyltrichloroethane. Can you say that real fast? <laughs> so I explain what that was, what, why that pesticide was like a big deal, mm-hmm. and how we banned it, and how the population of raptors uh, came back really nicely, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, and certainly there's a
0: uh, a healthy eagle habitat here in, in our area, and I mean, and, and, and that's something even 20 years ago you just would oh, sure. never see, and I mean, and, 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 and would I
3: know that because yeah. we were like, wow, we're seeing a lot of eagles in yeah. the last few decades that these kids, you know, they don't realize that we weren't seeing these eagles 20 years ago, 30 years ago. They were in a decline. Six hundred and fifty nesting pairs in the whole country back in 1971. Now, seventeen thousand nesting pairs. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and a true success story about it's, turning a, a species—you know—turning that all around. It's the wildlife conservation success story of the 20th century. That's what it really is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, so I give a positive message about what we've done in the past mm-hmm. and what we sort of have to do in the future. But yeah. what am what I'm doing with these kids is I'm sort of breeding the new era of conservationists, because sure. if you get excited, excited about these birds and their habitats and protecting them, uh, it, it's a widespread deal, mm-hmm. you know, it goes in, it goes in far-reaching.
0: Well, and, and, and just the other thing, too, is just the ability, you know, to, to show
3: them the, these different birds, but get them excited uh, just simply about being outdoors. Yeah, you bet. Exactly. These kids are in, you know, they're indoors with their smartphones and their computers and their video games and everything like that, and I spur an interest and kids going outside i've been doing uh, this isn't my first rodeo i've been doing this for 25 years i get emails from kids that have come to a show like this that are Leading ecotourism uh, uh, people in Peru and you know all around the world they do They become wildlife biologists, conservationists, conservation officers, and they tell me that it started from seeing my 30-minute bird show at a at a sports a sportsman show. Yeah, Isn't that cool? That is. Uh, yeah. It's that's cool. cool. That, that's that's got to be just <laughs> the best feeling ever. That's why I keep on to- I don't think I'll ever retire. I just told you I've been on the road 25 years. So no. Uh, I have no plans to retire. I'm going to be doing this for a long time. <laughs> well, Jonathan,
0: I, I appreciate your time. I, I thank you for showing off uh, uh, the different birds that you've got here, and
3: I, I wish you the best of luck this weekend. Yeah, this is where it's happening this weekend. So get, come on down here.
0: All right, sounds good. All right, yeah, that was uh, that was kind of fun. Yeah, he was actually he was yeah he's holding that uh, gear falcon, which is uh, white, um, obviously from the Arctic area there, but. Uh, um, it was, and, you know, part you can't tell, obviously, during the interview, but, you know, partway through, he's like, that bird is starting to eyeball my microphone. And I'm like, oh, man, this is not going to go well. And uh, the bird was cool and decided it was not uh, edible. And it was, uh, but it was cool. That, that was neat. Now, he's got some just incredible uh, uh, birds on display down there. And he's got shows, uh, several shows today. He's got four shows today, 1233, 6 and 8. Uh, today and then tomorrow at eleven thirty and two thirty. So, if you get a chance stop on down. It's there. He's in the uh, uh, exhibition hall, uh, in in the center, and it's really it's really something to see. Uh, just uh, just for the birds. So, got to take a short break and then come back and wrap up. WKTY outdoors for this Saturday. Stick around. More coming up in just a couple of moments on WKTY ninety six seven FM five eighty AM.
1: As a kid, you loved going to Grandma and Grandpa's house. It meant limitless exploring outside, running through the fields, playing in the barn, or a hike through the woods. They had the land. You roamed free. Get that freedom again. Talk to Tony Ryerson from Coldwell Banker River Valley Realtors. Land for hunting, farming, or timber, whatever you're looking for, Tony can find it. Make the smart investment. Get the plot of land you've always wanted and can finally afford. Your inner kid thanks you. Contact Tony at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com.
2: I am Samantha Fortune. I work at Five Star Telecom.
3: And I'm Jim from SignPro.
2: We have a lot of stuff that we are working with them on. One of the things is those big floor displays for our business expo signage. But, you know, SignPro does more than just...
3: Signs? Banners? Trade show displays?
2: Yes. They've also done the floor pull-up banners. Vehicle wraps? Yes. They've done our vehicle wrap. They do... Even on, like... Five-gallon buckets. We do five-gallon buckets? It's in the works. <laughs> it's to get people to your booth. Otherwise, people are just gonna walk past you. When you walk by the five-star telecom booth, you're drawn in. And when I call there, I get a live person. So call signpro and talk to a real sign professional. Might even be me. Even if it's Jim, I'm okay with that.
3: <laughs> Go to a pro! SignPro. Call 782345.
2: Breaking Benjamin, live in concert, Saturday, March 23rd, Lacrosse Center Arena, with special guests Skillet, Under Oath, and Fight the Fury. Tickets on sale now at the Lacrosse Center Box Office or Ticketmaster.com. New album, Ember, available now.
0: be a little cold for catfish welcome back to wkty outdoors <laughs> wkty uh, brought to you by tony ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com get the homer plot of land you've always wanted and uh got some uh let's see here got a couple of uh things i want to check off here before we wrap the show up here this saturday uh the genoa national fish hatchery uh supposed to be having their kids fishing day event today Uh, Due to the weather, they bumped it back till noon tomorrow when it will be uh, a bit warmer. So they uh, posted that on their Facebook page here. So uh, it is uh, bumped back to February the 10th at noon. So just wanted to let you know that uh, as well. Uh, Still got one tournament going on this weekend. Anyhow, up uh, the Lions uh, annual derby, their 48th annual event is going on up, uh, well, uh, kind of the check-in place is up at Red Pines. Uh, up on Bryce Prairie there, but it's out on Lake Onalaska and runs from 11 until 3. Uh, they've got door prizes and, obviously, awards for fish and all that good stuff. So, uh, again, that uh, that is running from 11 until 3. Uh, and then they've got a grand prize drawing at 4.30, and you don't need to be present to win. So go help them out, and all the uh, uh, money raised at that event will, of course, help uh, up the Lions Club projects that they do around uh, the community and, all the good work that uh, that they do as well. So it is uh, coming up. I got just a, a few moments left to go here, and I just wanted to uh, uh, thank Jonathan Hillstrand and Jonathan Wood for uh, being on the show today. And you know, one of the things that they were talking about and didn't really touch directly on it or whatever, is just talking about kids and getting them interested in the outdoors. And I mean, that's that's that was one of the the really nice things to be able to hear. That is that you know. Man, you got to get these kids interested in uh, in the outdoors and I mean there's just so many amazing things that you can see and do out there. So, if you get the chance take your kids down to them, uh, down to the show this weekend and maybe you will inspire them to become a a warden or an outdoor biologist or conservationist. How cool would that be? That would be very very cool. Anyhow, I got to wrap the show up. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next week with another brand-new edition of WKTY Outdoors. So until then, be safe. You can catch a few fish.
2: Your station for sports. Get up! Get out of here! go! WKTY Lacrosse,
0: 96.7 FM.